Back for more of High Noon with Nate Lucas and Bob Ramsey. I'm here on a Monday with Cole Bartimus and Bob Ramsey. I'm Nate Lucas. Just telling you there in the break, I played Spencer T. Olin on Saturday morning out in Alton, Illinois. That's a it really is a nice golf course. I haven't played there in decades, but used to play there not infrequently. I for whatever reason, a lot of times when I haven't played a course, it gets in my head, and so then um, I usually don't play that well. My first um, experience. I played all right. Shot an 85. My buddy Connor still beat me, so he's like in a groove. He's been getting lessons from Bob Goss down at Family Golf uh, here in you know mm-hmm. Kirkwood. So I'm like, man, maybe I need to go see Bob Goss and get this. just a little tune up. Yeah, and he's been just launching it off the tee, uh, and that can get intimidating. So then you start to overswing, and you see that. His ball is 30 yards farther than yours. It sort of makes you Ooh. question your manhood a little bit, you know. But it was fun. The only thing was, <laughs> uh, in some of the confusion, I got the wrong debit card back. So now I've got a golf course 45 minutes away from where I live. And that, has debit your, card. that has your real debit card. Right. So, so you're going to go get it or are they going to mail it? They're going to mail it. They're going to mail it. So you just, you're going to be... Uh... On the, you're going to be paying cash for a while. Well, that that's okay, but also, you know, thank God for credit cards. But okay. also, debit, you know, there are so many places now that accept Apple Pay, and it's unbelievable. It's still, to this day, it's one of the most ridiculous um, modern technologies where you go to the little scanner, you know, where you're putting your chip in or whatever, or the now it's the tap, and I just put my my Phone Apple up. Watch right oh, up to it uh-huh. and it beep and it and it goes. So the car What do they say about the security it. of that? They say it's actually more secure than entering the digits. Or what about a card with the uh chip thing? Chip. Well, they said for a while that the chip was safer yeah. than the Yeah. When I swipe. first got it they did, but are they not saying that now? I don't know. And now everything's got the the tap to pay. Yeah. So you don't even need to use the chip and it's That's so right. much faster. You know, you just go up to beep. it and beep and you're good to go. But they say, who knows? This is coming directly from the manufacturer Apple. They Well, they say, wouldn't lie about it. No. God, no. Why would they ever have the incentive to do that? But they say it, it's safer, so Okay. However, it was only about a year ago that I the Bank of America got hacked. That was brutal. And it was a few days before I was scheduled to go out to uh, Colorado. And my whole, I mean, it was a lot, too. I'll just say it was a big number that they got me for. And they, they credit you back, but you're without a debit card. And then I'm flying, so, like, I can't just go to the bank and get a temporary. Oof. That was rough. 
So who knows? Carry cash, stuff it in your wall, in your uh, mattress. I always like to keep just a little bit of cash, you know. That's in old a school, spot. right there. Just for an emergency purpose, you never know. Or if you really want to save it, put it in a mason jar and bury it in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old mattress in a cash, or, or cash in a mattress. You boy. should write a movie with your son. He won't let me. Uh, okay, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that sounds like sounds like somebody my age. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't let my parents do a radio Dad, show. Dad, I got me. this. Yeah, I got it. That's what I would say to my parents. Yeah, exactly. I think it'd be nice, a little father-son project. That's that's really my dream job, you know. Not a writer. Film. Not a director. Movie not, critic. Not an actor. Not a critic. No? Script doctor. That's script my dream job. Doctor. I don't have to want to create anything, but you give me your script and I'll punch it up for you. Oh, okay. You just enhance it. Yeah, that's the dream job. Man, writing a script. I, was, I don't know. I no, don't have I the can't patience for it. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of texts that were asking about if you'd have any interest in Zach Plesak. Uh He got designated for assignment. He was in the Guardian starting rotation to start the year, but he was not good. 28 years old, he went 1-1 one one with a 7.59 ERA. Mm. I don't know enough about his stuff to know if, it, if you think it's salvageable. He's 26 and 27 with an ERA of 4.2 in his uh, career. I'm more interested at this point with this particular group. I'm not saying it's a, a general philosophy, but specific now, I'd rather throw kids. Graceffo, Libertor. Uh, that, that's, my, that's where I would be right now with the Cardinals. Until they're willing to trade to get a, uh, a stud. And they're probably willing to, but might not be able to. Sounds like what made Plesak available was that their young stud, Tristan McKenzie, is coming back from injury. He's slated to make his season debut on Sunday against Minnesota. No, didn't he pitch yesterday, right? Oh, was that yesterday? That was he yesterday. Pitched? He was really good. Okay. Really good. Tristan McKenzie. Yeah. Is their young ace. Well, they'll have uh, seven days now to trade him, release, or outright him to the minors. But I would guess for a guy who's worked that, you know, I don't know. He had a he won ten games in twenty twenty one, and then he had an ERA two point two eight back in two thousand twenty. So that's recent enough that probably teams that are very desperate would probably make a call at least. I don't know. Be a fascinating name. I like his dad on MLB Network. Dan yeah. Plesac. He does a nice Uncle. job. Uncle? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his uncle. That's not his son. Mm. So there you go. If you want Zach, please, Zach. He's available. If you like his stuff and sign him to a minor league deal and see what happens, probably it wouldn't hurt anything. Well, apparently some folks did like his stuff because a 7.59 ERA. Like, they, they, like get him back out there. Where's Zach <laughs> pitching next? We'd like to up the uh, ammunition in our, in our lineup. Uh, let's see here. The Golden Knights, Bob Ramsey, game one of the Stanley Cup final was on Saturday. And a good back and forth game. This was uh, Mark Stone with a forte giving the Knights a 4-1 lead. White Cloud is there. White Cloud shoots. Walker save. Florida gets the rebound. Stone a steal. He scores! Kachuk tried to clear the zone. Stone sensed it the whole Bobrovsky, there were some questions going into Saturday. It was nine days off. 
if he could continue stay, his torrid stretch. Try and stay sharp. And I don't, you know, I, I still think this is going to be a long series, but you could maybe look at the fact that Vegas uh, scored three goals in the third period, and Bobrovsky, who has not given up, I don't think he's given up five total in a game yet in the playoffs, could look at that potentially. But Vegas just outlasted. The Panthers kind of outplayed him in the second period. They got a late goal with just uh, under like 11 seconds to go to tie it up. And then Vegas stole the show, winning 5-2 to two on Saturday. Physical game. That was a lot of fun to watch. I think it's going to continue to get physical. A lot of scraps. Is, uh, are we all good with Matty Kachuk? Is he playing a game two? Because I know that he got himself in a little bit of trouble at the end of game one. No, hmm. I, I have no idea if there was any threat for suspension or anything with that. With that I think little, we would have seen that right swipe yeah. at the nose that he took at. Um, I don't know, handsome dude with the good hair. I don't know what his name is, but uh, a lot of scuffles in that one. That was a uh, chippy. Yeah, a little, little chippy, and they were it should ta- be nasty. It's, you're playing for the cup. Yeah, and they were talking the uh, when you know they I, the TNT crew. It was Anson Carter and. Biz Nasty and Henrik Lundqvist and Wayne Gretzky, I think, were the four. And they were talking about, you know, usually you see this type of stuff with, like, divisional rivals who have to play each other all the time and know each other and see each other. These guys don't know each other at all, basically. And it's game one, and mm-hmm. there, there's no feel-out process whatsoever. Just attack, attack, attack. They went straight at each other, and it was a ton of fun to watch. Well, Vegas, or pardon me, uh, Florida, they lost pretty badly in game one against the Boston Bruins. Didn't mean much in that series. And I, I, this is another team. It's funny, both the the, the uh, Heat and the uh, Panthers, you just get the sense that they don't really mind playing from behind or being the underdog in a series. It, it's kind of goofy that I know it's two completely different uh, yeah. leagues, and we're talking about different stuff here, but it does seem like as an eight seed, they're both outdoing their – Expectations. It's just the ethos of the town. Miami's blue collar, man. Middle America values. <laughs> blue collar. Hang Miami. ten. They took four. The Panthers got to stay out of the box, though. I think four penalties in the first fifty minutes of the game, and then, as you said, there are three misconducts in the late scuffle. I don't think Vegas is a team that I'd be looking to give, um, you know, too many additional man chances no. to. Don't want to be putting them on the the power play. Uh, th- this little write-up, though, says that Cassidy, Bruce Cassidy, the head coach of the Knights, he knows what it's like to win game one overseeing the Boston Bruins. It took an initial lead in the 2019 Stanley Cup final over St. Louis. But that would quickly get evened up. Blues would win that game, too. Game two, this seems like a big one. We'll see how it fares tonight, but looking forward to uh, watching it. You guys know more about hockey than I do. Is it normal for a goaltender to be six foot six? I would say well, that's like, a little larger than... Like Aiden Hill? I would guess that the uh, there's a handful Ben Bishop and some there are a handful that come through. They're getting bigger. They used to be the little, little squatty guys. Yeah, <laughs> but no, now they're big I, and athletic. I think uh, I heard Andy Strickland one time say that the average uh, height of a goaltender right now in the NHL is actually six foot three, and that is even up from what that's, Bob's alluding to. Yeah, that's if that's your average. Yes. Wow. Then that is a tall position. Well, you won't. Think about it. You want guys to fill up space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense to me. And now that they've sort of restricted some of the um, 
equipment. The equipment they've made it thinner. It's just, better, and it should it should have restricted it more, but it's better than it was. Like go back and look at old school. Some of these goalies, you know, not, they were, not even well old school to you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, seventies. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm oh, Jason, you mean you're talking about? Uh, well, what are you talking about? Bob's talking about Jason masks. I'm talking about back when these guys had pads that were the size of the entire net. They're, they're, they're not in the 60s and 70s. You were talking about the 90s and the aughts. Okay. It was good. And the glove and the, the, the glove would have the big flange sticking off the yeah. bottom. Big butterfly deal. That's when it got out of control in my view. <laughs> the, the glove had a second trap on I mean, you know, a yeah. second glove to it. Yeah, back in the 60s, well, first of all, most of the decade they didn't even wear masks. And then they had those real heavy leather um, shin pads. Real heavy, yeah. It was it was different. No dude, they were crazy. Um, so tonight, uh, Panthers and Knights game two uh, out in Vegas. But to get that first one's got to feel pretty, uh, oh, yeah. pretty good for the Vegas Knights. All right, uh, why don't we take one final time out? We'll come back and uh, put a wrap on a Monday edition of High Noon here on Five Ninety The Fan.